Okay, so today's story is called Transformers Rescue Bots. And this is the fourth um, story in the storybook collection. And it is called The Land Before Prime. That's funny. Because usually they say Land Before Time. But here it's Land Before Prime. And let's see if I can tell you who wrote it. Or if there's any details. Yep, there is. It was, um, it's adapted by John Sicalius, and it's based on the episode Land Before Prime, written by Nicole Dubuc. And it is read by... Mommy and Philip. Well, what? Mommy and Philip. Mommy and Philip? What's the matter with you? Oh, you've got something in your mouth. It was hair. You've got to... Well, maybe you shouldn't... Don't, don't let hair get in your mouth. Be careful. Okay. Here we go. It's another regular day for the rescue bots and the humans patrolling Griffin Rock. Blades and Danny are scanning the skies when they come across something very strange. A pterodactyl! Ah! Blades cries. Is that what I think it is? The creature screeches and flies toward them. Danny weaves out of its path and watches as it perches on Griffin, on Mount Griffin. Danny calls Chief Burns and says, Dad, we just saw a pterodactyl. Hmm, Chief Burns replies. Guess it doesn't know it's extinct. I'll call Doc Green. At the firehouse, Graham explains where the winged reptile came from. A chain of explosions opened deep sinkholes beneath Griffin Rock, he says. It's possible that one of them reached out as far as the prehistoric caverns, and there must be life within. The comlink beeps with an incoming message. It's Doc Green. He's flying alongside the pterodactyl with a hang glider. This is amazing! He exclaims, I've never imagined seeing one of them so close. When I said to observe that thing, I meant with a telescope, Chief Burns says. So what's the plan? Yeah, I don't think I would get that close to a pterodactyl, would you? What close was see it? How, see, he's, in the picture we can see that um, Doc Green is on his hang glider. He's like right next to the pterodactyl. Which is, you know, a pretty seriously dangerous dinosaur. We'll cage the pterodactyl long enough to place a tracker on her, Doc Green says. After she's released, we can follow her and make sure she gets home safely. My guess is that she's nesting. The rescue bots follow the scientists' orders. They meet Doc Green at Mount Griffin. Blades has a cage dangling from his winch. He drops it over the creature. After putting a tracking device on the pterodactyl, they free her from the cage. She's headed toward the Windward Island. That's where the subterranean rift must be located, says Graham. I would be happy to search for the passage myself, Doc Green says. It's dangerous, Doc, Chief Burn says. I'll take Trex with me. What's more logical bodyguard than a robotic dinosaur? Doc Green, Trex, Cade, and Heatwave 
head toward Wayward Island. Do you remember who Trex is? He was that robot dinosaur. Okay. They soon reach the coast and pull up to the shore. I wonder if there really are dinosaurs on this island, Cade says. Only one way to find out, says Doc Green. We'll be back soon. The doctor and the dinobot head deep into the dense jungle. When they reach a clearing, they see an astounding sight. Real, live dinosaurs. Great thunder lizards! shouts Doc Green. A large tyrannosaur sees Doc Green and charges at him. Trex tries to help, but gets trapped by falling rocks. While running away, Doc Green gets lost in the jungle-like plants. He stops to catch his breath and hears a sound among the trees. At first, he thinks Trex has escaped from the rock slide, but... It's the real Tyrannosaur, roaring with rage. Heatwave springs into action and sprays the dinosaur with his water blaster. Back off, Scaly, he shouts. Heatwave faces off against the dinosaur. Suddenly, the rescue bot is blindsided by a Triceratops. Wham! Heatwave staggers back back and before he can recover he is ambushed by a stegosaur it lashes heatwave with its tail bam the dinosaurs have surrounded the autobot time to make tracks heatwave says he changes into his fire truck mode hop in doc before those things smash me to fuel fossil doc green jumps into the moving vehicle and Heatwave races back to the shore. Meanwhile, Optimus Prime arrives at headquarters. I heard about the subterranean passage and came to oversee the mission, he says. Those dinosaurs could have been living underground for millions of years. All of a sudden, a, a distress call from Cade comes in. The dinosaurs are acting up and we're in trouble. He says, Optimus Prime deploys the rest of the team. Rescue bots, roll to the rescue, he commands. Only he and Cody stay behind. Which, I don't know if that makes a whole lot of sense because... Only who and Cody? Only, well, Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime and Cody stayed behind, which doesn't make any sense to me because you would think that Optimus Prime would want to go and help, but I guess not. Once the entire team arrives at Wayward Island, Heatwave and Doc Green lead them into the jungle. The dinosaurs tried to enter the passage, but a rock slide occurred, says Doc Green. Trex is trapped under some boulders. We have to save him and help the dinosaurs get home. The heroes find Trex, but as soon as they approach, they hear a terrible roar. The Tyrannosaur has returned, and he's brought his friends along for another fight. Stop! We're trying to help you, cries Heatwave, as a Brachiosaur slams him into the ground. A Triceratops locks its horns with boulder. A Stegosaur gets ready to slam, chase, and a Pterodactyl stalks blades. 
Fall back and regroup! Heatwave shouts. The rescue bots change into vehicles and retreat from the rumble. But before they could get too far, the heroes tumble into a tar pit. Oh my goodness. What? Chief Burns sends a signal to Cody and Optimus Prime asking for help. How do we get to Wayward Island? Cody asks. We don't have a boat. Where we're going, we don't need boats, replies Optimus. The boy and the Autobot zoom to the island as fast as they can, driving swiftly on the ocean floor. When Cody and Optimus arrive, they find the, the team trapped in the tar pit, surrounded by dinosaurs. How can we help them? The dinos won't let us through, Cody asks. These creatures view anything, not a dinosaur, as a threat, answers Optimus. And then he had an idea. Perhaps Trex can help us. Optimus scans Trex's body and gains a new form. He changes into Optimus Primal. Optimus Primal stomps forward. It's Optimus Prime, but instead of being a car or a robot, now he is a uh, what? Dinosaur. Amazing. So he calls himself Optimus Primal. Optimus. His footsteps make the ground shake. The Autobot leader lowers his head and roars loudly. The dinosaurs scatter in fear and clear a path towards the tar pit. Blades, Boulder, Chase, and Heatwave continue to sink deeper and deeper into the tar. All seems lost until Optimus Primal rushes to the rescue. He grabs Chase's bumper in his massive jaws first. Then, the other bots are slowly pulled free. Chief Burns thanks Optimus for his assistance. That was one sticky situation, he says. Together, the team returns to free tracks. Using his new powers, Optimus Primal unleashes a sonic roar. The massive sound waves blast the rocks into tiny pieces. Trex is free, and the underground passage is open once again. <laughs> well, let's see. The team then makes a startling discovery. A nest full of baby dinosaurs. This explains why the creatures emerged, says Optimus Primal. They were foraging for food for their young. Oh, they're so cute! Cade squeals. Oh, just look at them! Let's seal up that crack so they can stay safe underground again, Graham says. Together, the rescue bots and their friends move the boulders back into place. Everyone to the boat, says Chief Burns when they're finished. This time, this mission became prehistory. Oh, it's time this mission became prehistory. The end.